everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Sit Down, Be Humble. My name is Hannah Humble, and I'm the host of this podcast, and y'all, it is so crazy and wild to be sitting here actually recording and filming this podcast, because I've been wanting to start one for over a year now, and I'm not going to lie, my microphone has been sitting in the corner of my room, unused for the past six months, and every time I look at it, I'm like, all right, one day you're going to start that podcast, and it's going to be great, and you're going to have that motivation, and you're going to do it. And it just never came. A lot of it was because I'm like, I don't know how to start it. First of all, I'm not good with technology, which let me tell you is 100% the truth. I've had to refilm this thing like three or four times, maybe even more because of just technology issues. So if you've helped me out with that, shout out to you. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you to every single person who's listening right now. Just know that I love you so much. And if you don't know me, please feel free to reach out to me. My Instagram is Hannah Liz Humble. Um... And my podcast Instagram is Sit Down Be Humble Pod. If you have my number, reach out. If you want to get coffee and I'm not busy, I would love to. I love to get to know people. So thank you guys for listening. And thank you for every single person who's reached out and shared this Instagram. Y'all, I have so much gratitude for how far the Instagram has gone within the first like few days of me even making it. It just kind of is confirmation that I'm supposed to be doing this. And it's super, super encouraging. Also, Apparently, I have like 50 number one fans, so if you said you're a number one fan, just know that I love you more than you could probably know, and you're probably really, really cool, and obviously you are because you just you just are. So, um, Sit Down Be Humble is going to be a podcast, and it's going to be super fun. It's going to be lighthearted at some points. I like to think that I'm a funny person, so I hope that it's going to be funny, but again, I'm not the person to judge on something like that. Um but we're also going to have sit-down conversations that are going to be super deep and require a lot of vulnerability. Um, we're going to be answering, or I guess when I say we, I'm going to have some guests on here, but I'm going to be answering questions on specific conversations that maybe you don't want to bring up to your friend group because they could be embarrassing or you don't necessarily want to ask your parents or your family, or maybe you come from a place where you can't really ask these questions in general or you have a bad home life and you want a safe spot, just know that no matter who you are, where you came from, what you've done, you belong here and you're welcome here and I love you. This is a safe spot. I want this to be a place where you can ask those questions and I want to answer them, not because I know everything about everything, which is far from the truth, but I just have so much to say about so many different conversations because I've either been there, um, I've been through a lot of stuff, y'all. You'll hear about most of the stuff I've been through. Um, Or I've seen it firsthand by people that I'm really close with who've experienced certain situations that you may feel like you're alone in. Just know that you're not. Um, So with that being said, we're going to talk about Jesus a lot. And if Jesus isn't your thing, guess what? That's okay. You're still welcome. You're still welcome here. We're going to have other conversations as well. But I feel like a lot of you guys know me because of my, um, my love for God. He is the love of my life. And I can't shut up about him because he's done so many good things for me. And I just want to share the love that he has for everyone else um, because he's just helped me through so many situations. And if you only know me and have seen me through my Instagram or my social media, that's probably the only side of me that you've seen. There's so many other sides of me. I promise you I am a very loud and obnoxious and talkative person. Um, But I also love the Lord. I'm going to be talking about him. But again, if that's not your thing, you're still still welcome here. I still love you. And it's going to be great. So with that being said, This first podcast is kind of just going to be a little bit about myself because you guys are trusting me to give you advice, to talk to you, um, to let you in a little bit about my life 
and where I come from, what I believe in. I care so much about the truth. I am a truthful person. I love the truth. I love honesty. So I'm going to tell you how it is. I'm going to be real with you. Um, My life is not perfect and you will soon find that out. I'm not a perfect person, but neither is everyone. And we live in a sucky world. And guess what? You don't have to walk through this alone. Um, We're going to have so much fun with this. And the first... um, the first thing we're going to do is like a little Q&A. If you don't follow my podcast Instagram, it's called Sit Down Be Humble Pod. I mentioned that earlier, but I had a little Q&A and a lot of people asked the same questions. So I can't answer um, a lot of them because there are a lot more questions than I thought there would be. And with the, to preface this, a lot of these questions are going to have specific podcast episodes about because I have so much to say and there's going to be some that are going to have multiple episodes for each topic because there's just again so much to say um and I really thought a lot of these questions were going to be super lighthearted and more about me but honestly a lot of them were super super deep so we might get really deep in the first podcast which I'm excited for I don't want, I don't know about y'all so we're gonna get right into it with a little bit of Q&A's Okay, first question was asked multiple times and it's best joke and I think that it's such a funny thing that you guys ask this because it's kind of a joke in my life. Um, I actually use this as my senior quote in the yearbook and it's kind of embarrassing because I did it kind of as a joke and never changed it, so that's on me, but this is the joke. What did the kid say to the bus driver? Thank you. That's literally the joke. <laughs> and I've told it so many times, so it's not funny, but I would like to compare like that joke to like Michael Scott type of humor. If you guys have ever seen The Office, it's hilarious. Go watch it. A lot of people don't like it. If you're against it, whatevs. Um, I think it's hilarious. And so if you have, if you went to Greenwood or have the yearbook from last year, go look at it. I can promise you that is my senior quote and it's really embarrassing. And I actually told that joke on the way home from New York on Southwest and not a single person on the flight was laughing. Like, I wish I was joking. Not a single person laughed at the joke, except for me, Manon, and Abby, who were sitting in this random row of seats, probably being obnoxious to the people around us. But that's okay. Okay, next question is, what's your favorite TV show? I have to think about this because um, I watch so many. I mean, of course, Survivor. If you know anything about me, you know that Survivor is my dream show to be on and I really wanted to apply with like ought to be on it because I my toxic trait is thinking that I would get super super far into it because of like a social game aspect if you know what I'm if you know Survivor you know exactly what I'm talking about um I just finished One Tree Hill I love that I love Gossip Girl I love Gilmore Girls that's my comfort show I'm actually re-watching Friday Night Lights shout out to Emma because we I like was showing it to her and I'm like I really want to rewatch this it's such a good show I love The Bachelor Bachelorette I'm watching Jane the Virgin there's so many good shows. I love Grey's Anatomy. There's, I have so many I could talk about, but I'm not going to. Next question that's really, really similar to that is favorite movie. 10 Things Head About You, for sure. For a long time, it was The Sandlot, but it also switches, but 10 Things Head About You will always be number one in my heart. Okay, next question is a lot. I got a lot of questions about college. So I'm going to Western Kentucky University, and a lot of people said, are you living on campus? Yes, I am. If you guys are familiar with Bowling Green in general, which is where I'm from. If you guys don't know, Bowling Green, Kentucky is like about an hour from Nashville. It's kind of where I was born and I grew up pretty much my whole life. Um, So I'm super familiar with it. And it wasn't my first choice in school. I really, really thought that I was going to be going to Belmont. Um, And that's kind of what I told myself for years. That was always my number one choice was Belmont. And I always wanted to live in Nashville. I go to church in Nashville and I was like, this is where I want to be. Like, this is where I know I'm going to be. And then God just works in crazy ways. So here I am going to Western. It was actually like something I didn't even want to consider. Um, 
but I'm actually really excited. I'm living on in a dorm called PFT, Pierce Ford Tower. If you guys are familiar with Kentucky, like I said, um, it's the tallest dorm in Kentucky. So I'm on the 19th floor. Shout out Zemi. We are going to have such a fun time. I'm stoked for it. Um, we have, there's 27 floors. So I'm like kind of in the middle, but a little bit towards the top. Fire drills are going to be fun. So I... I don't know. Okay. Um, what's my major? It's actually broadcasting. I just switched it from communications to broadcasting. And it's crazy because I had thought about all of these majors that I, you know, could have potentially gone in and I'm like, it's never too late to switch your major. You know what I'm saying? But, um, I really, really thought I was doing communications because I'm like, if God's going to show me what to do in the future, then I just want to have a broad thing. But then I was like, why can't I just have fun with the waiting time and before I know exactly what I'm going to do. So like, why not do something fun like a news anchor? I don't know. I just think that'd be super fun. I thought I was going to go into psychology for a while. um, And then communications was kind of there. I thought about journalism, but here we are on broadcasting and I just love talking. So, I mean, it's right up my alley. I'm so excited. Okay. I got a lot of questions that were kind of like, what are you most nervous for going into college? Or how do you feel about moving out? I would say that the most obvious answer about being nervous is finding your community really soon or just having those friendships that you want to have. Um, I guess that's just kind of for everyone, no matter what life season you're in, whether you're in a job or going into a new grade in high school or finding those friends or a new relationship or moving into college, you know, change is inevitable and it's a scary thing. So knowing that you have to get out of your comfort zone and go talk to people, be the first person to talk to someone. Um, and like, you're not going to be surrounded by the friends that you're used to, the friends that you know, and the friends that you love. But this is an opportunity for you to get to know other people, which I am telling myself that because I love meeting new people. But again, I have to remind myself that the first few days of college are going to be the very first impression that people have of you. And I have to remember that because I'm like, people don't know me. So I have to let them know who I am at the start. You know, um, it's all about who you want people to see you as. It's also a fresh start, which I'm super excited for. I love change. And I just think that this is going to be a super big, a big change in our life that I'm super excited for. So I would say friendships and I mean, classes, I, I'm kind of scared for classes, but not super. I think it's going to be fine. I'm, I don't know, I'm not super worried about that, but a new path is a new thing. And if you're going through a new season in life, just know you're not alone. And there's so many people that are going through something super similar with you and just be the first person to reach out because I guarantee they want to have new friends too. So it's going to be really, really exciting. And I'm super, super excited for what's to come. Okay. Next question. If you could tell your younger self one piece of advice what would it be and why? This is a loaded question because I think there's so many different parts of me in the past that needed to hear different things. Um, But I would say the most broad answer would be to have more confidence in myself and to stop worrying so much about what other people think about me. And this is obviously easier said than done, but I know that this is for multiple people because I know for a fact that so many people go through this on a daily basis. Comparison is the thief of all joy and I've been told that my entire life, but it really is the truth. I mean, comparing yourself to others is not gonna do anything but destroy your mental health and destroy the way you view yourself. And um, knowing that when people look at you and they say something maybe mean or something that you don't wanna hear, they're being judgy, just know that a lot of it is stemmed from their own insecurity and there's nothing that you can do about that. 
I saw something the other day and it said, what's the biggest um, confidence advice? And it said, walk into every room as if Jesus sent you there. And that is so crazy because that's honestly like how we are supposed to live life. Like, you know, you're supposed to be in a certain situation because the Lord sent you there. or You just had that gut feeling that you were supposed to be somewhere. Live that out in confidence because when you seem confidence, people are not going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm really going to make fun of her right now. If people make fun of you, guess what? That's okay. I've been made fun of several times and it doesn't feel good, but having confidence in yourself and knowing your true worth is crazy. I mean, um, God calls us more precious than jewels. And I'm sure that some of you guys hear that and you're like, well, he's talking to everyone. So he's not actually talking to me. He is talking to you. If you're listening, he calls you set apart. And it actually goes into one of my other questions. It says, what's your favorite Bible verse? It's Jeremiah 1, 5. And it says, before you were born, I set you apart as a prophet to all nations. So that just proves like God has already set you apart and you're special and you're different. And just knowing who you are and being confident who you are and not worrying about what other people think about you is such a, a fun way to live life. It makes your mental health go so much better pers- from personal situations. Um, I know I'm going to be speaking to a lot of people, boys and girls, but for a long time, I never would wear a bikini in public. This is just one example, but I'm like, what are these people going to think about me? Or maybe you're on a sports team and you're like, I'm too scared to to run because the person besides me faster than me or I'm not strong enough if you're a guy and you're like these boys just get way too many girls and I'm not getting anything you know um just be confident in yourself which is as again I said is so much easier said than done but I don't know just that that hit home for someone hits for me hit home it hits home for me every time so maybe that's for you maybe not I don't know okay next question when did you decide to start a podcast and what was your inspiration? Um, I started listening to podcasts probably about two years ago because I would go on these long runs and walks and I don't know if anyone else knows what I'm talking about. Maybe I'm just making it up and it's all in my head, but sometimes when I listen to music, I get physically nauseous. Like I want to throw up when I listen to music, no matter what it is. Like I can change the genre and I just feel sick. But I don't want to run in silence because, I mean, if you do that, no judging, but who wants to do that? Not me. So I started listening to true crime podcasts. Yes, I love true crime. I watch documentaries all the time. I kind of, it's not like an obsession. I just think it's super interesting. I just love listening about him and watching things about that. Um, And so I started listening to true crime podcasts and then a bunch of Christian podcasts because I just think, again, like you have a voice and we have the freedom of speech. So why not? use that. I mean, we have these powers, so why not put your voice first? And there's so many things that people have to say, so I love listening to what other people have to say. Um, Someone I know personally is Abby Murphy. She's one of my closest friends, and she started a podcast probably about the same time I started listening to podcasts. It's called That's Life. Here's her plug. Um, Go follow her on Instagram, That's Life Potty. She has so much to say, and once I started listening to her, I'm like, this girl knows her truth and she knows how to share her truth and I knew I wanted to do something whether it was like a YouTube channel a blog or a podcast and I'm like this is probably the best way to get it out there because you could be driving you could be running walking sitting in your car sitting in your room talking to your friends cleaning your house like no matter what you're doing I love a good podcast and I know so many other people love podcasts too so that's kind of the main reason why I started it all right next question it literally says deep shout out Xavier What's an insecurity that you used to or do struggle with? 
I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie and I'm going to be super honest with you. I don't think that insecurities are ever going to go away no matter how confident you are in yourself. And that's just because we live in a world where comparison is always going to be a thing. Someone's always going to be better at something than you are. And you may always be better at something than someone else is. And that's just how life works. Um, so with that being said, I think that a lot of my insecurity stemmed because of my, my looks. Um, and this, I'm speaking to both boys and girls because I know for a fact that so many people, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna straight up say, I think every single one of you guys listening has gone through this. Um, for a long time, I compared myself to my sister and my cousin, shout out Belle and Lily. They are two of my best friends, obviously sister and cousin. Um, they're beautiful. And I used to be like, well, and I still do struggle with this sometimes. I'm just like, well, boys are going to like them more because they're just, they're smaller and they're so pretty. But guess what? Other people can be pretty and that doesn't mean that you're not pretty or you're not worthy enough. Um, which is also another insecurity where a lot of people have. It's like the feeling of not being worthy enough. But guess what? The Lord calls us fearfully and wonderfully made and he has called us for a special purpose you're not going to do the same thing as the person beside you. You never will. And that's just because you're not the same person as them. Um, Something that makes me cry almost every single time I talk about is the word dreams and just dreams in general. Because if you're a dreamer, you know exactly what I mean. When you're just like, you have so many things that you want to do in your lifetime. And you're just like, I don't know if I can do them. I don't know if I'm capable of doing them. Um, if I'm going to have enough money to do it, like there are so many things, but something that God reminds me all the time that gives me more hope and more peace than probably anything is knowing that, um, knowing that he, he knows the desires of your hearts and he gives you those desires. So when you have those dreams, they're not going to be the same as the dreams that other people has. They're going to be different and they're going to look different. So you may be doing the same thing as someone else, but it's never going to be in the exact same way as you are. So um, a lot of insecurity can spike from like the feeling of unworthiness and knowing that someone's better than you. But guess what? No one else is better than you. So get that out of your head. You know, it's going to be, you're going to do something really big in life and you're going to look back and be like, why the heck was I even scared about that. I mean, again, like I said, a lot of these are so much easier said than done, but once you get to know the the real reason why you're here and the reason that um, you are loved, it'll just make life go so much smoother, so much smoother. Okay. How do you think one could get closer with God when they have a skeptical mindset about Jesus? Um, let me think about this. How do you, how do you think one could get closer with God when you have a skeptical mindset about Jesus? I think that doubt comes naturally. As humans, we are going to doubt what who we're told we are. We're going to doubt what is the final thing in the end of life. That's just something that you have to decide for yourself. Your parents can be religious. Your parents can go to church. Um, your parents can be Christians. I don't even like saying the word Christian because it just makes it sound... because The word Christian has such a bad connotation to it, but we're not... It's not bad, but I just, I'm just going to use the word Jesus follower for this. Um... You are not your parents and there's a there's a choice that you have to make and you're like, well, am I going to decide this? Am I going to go in my own religion? Am I going to stray away from religion as as a whole? Um, something I've learned about Jesus is that it's more, it's not a religion. It's more of a relationship with the Lord. I was a Christian since I was five years old. I got baptized at five, but I didn't know the, I didn't know God um, on a personal level until sixth grade. And that's kind of when I found out who he was and 
how much he actually loves us. So doubt is a real thing. And I think every single person is going to go through doubt. And I think God wants you to doubt because when you doubt and then you find out the truth about him and that how much he loves you and you run back to him, it just makes life so much better. I always say that life is so hard. Life can suck. I have been through so many sucky situations about life and, um, I just don't understand how people go through those life situations without the Lord because he has helped me so much. So you can grow a relationship with God with being skeptical, with being skeptical about Jesus because doubts are a real thing and God doesn't judge you for doubting. He's not going to shame you for having those doubts because I mean, religion's a big thing. It's a scary thing. In today's world, people will shame you for being religious. People will shame you for not being religious. People will judge you no matter what you do. So you just have to make a decision for yourself. Um, but for sure, um, have those doubts. But again, you can always grow your relationship with God and it's never too late to start over. Um, a question that's similar was, when did she first come to know slash feel the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is something I never really understood until I actually got that intimate relationship with the Lord in sixth grade. So once I got baptized with the Holy Spirit, which is kind of just like when God um, anoints you and he fills you up with the Holy Spirit, which is the Holy Spirit. So, okay, I'm trying to explain this in a way that will make sense. Um, so basically we have the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is something that you get once you receive Jesus into your heart. And it's the Lord that he lives inside of you. And he's kind of the constant peace that you have. God is peace to me. And that's just who he is. That's who the Holy Spirit is to me. He gives me so much peace. And I was about sixth grade when I witnessed that. And he hasn't left me since. The Holy Spirit has never left since I received him. And ever since then, I've had just a supernatural peace about any situation. My mom was in the hospital in a coma for a few months. Still had peace during that just because that's what the Holy Spirit does. He will calm you down when you feel like you're going to die. Literally, that's not me being exaggerating. I know the feelings of wanting to die. I know the feeling of having no hope and the feeling of being depressed and anxious. I struggled through with anxiety for years and I even got a medicine for it because I was like, I have no hope. But once the Holy Spirit entered me and kind of gave me that supernatural peace, I'm like, well, what's the worst thing that can happen? He loves me and I love him and it's great. Okay. What do you love most? That's such a loaded question because there's two different sides of this. Obviously, I'm going to say Jesus. I love Jesus. I love friendships, but I love ice cream. I love sweet tea. I love Chick-fil-A. I love traveling. I love a good rainy day. If you know anything about me, you probably know that I love rain. I will always choose a rainy day over a sunny day, except for today. Let me tell y'all, me and Emma went two hours. We drove two and a half hours to a random place called Waverly, Tennessee. If you guys have ever heard of it, I don't know if you have or not. It's so random. Um, basically we've had this skydiving trip planned for three months and <laughs> we showed up and it was raining and it wasn't showing rain at all, all week. So we came, we're like, uh Oh, but then they're like, all right, we're just going to wait it out. So many people were there. We were all waiting. We were there for about two hours. And finally they were like, sorry, like we can't do this. It's going to have to be a different day. So we already paid about $300 to do this. So we have like up to a year to do it. I want to do it sometime soon, but again, college is starting. So it might be a little bit difficult to do it, but that's kind of the whole thing. I honestly forgot what I was talking about, but what I love most, that was kind of the traveling aspect. Um, I love just like having fun. I think that life is so much fun and we should love, we should love to do we should want to do what we love to do. If that makes sense. I don't even know how to word that. I love writing. I love speaking. I love talking. I love coffee dates. I love friendships. There's just so many things I love. I just, so many things. Okay. 
Next relation, or I just read part of the question. Next question was asked so many times, and I have so much to say about it. So we're obviously going to have multiple episodes about these. Um, What's the hardest part on waiting on the right relationship in high school or college or just in life in general? So many people ask this, which tells me that so many people are going through the same situation. So if you just feel like you're alone in this, know that you're not. Know that so many people are going through the same thing as you and they're probably feeling the same thoughts. Um, This is a loaded question because I'm going to share this from a Jesus perspective, but I'm also going to do it on a practical perspective. Um, So something that I was, was told a few years ago that I have not gotten out of my head was you cannot date potential. And that can be for anyone because you cannot change someone. Like as much as you want to change someone, you're like, oh, but they could do this. Like I know this is a really, really big red flag and it goes against everything I believe in and all my morals, but they can change. But you have to be prepared to like, I don't know how to word this. You have to be prepared to marry them on the spot if you don't think that, um, if you think that you can change it. I don't know how to word that. That's going to make sense if you know what I'm talking about. But, um... You cannot date potential, which is something that is so hard to do and so hard to tell yourself. I actually never dated anyone. I have never dated anyone. Have I been flirty and talked to a few people? Yeah, I think flirting is fun. I'm sorry. Someone has to say it. I'm told you I'm going to be real here. Flirting's fun. Um, But again, you can't lower your standards for someone just because you're bored. A lot of things of, a lot of relationships are stemmed out of boredom. And I'm not saying that the relationships aren't good, but at the same time, you can't lower your standards just because you feel lonely in the set time. Y'all, I crave relationship so bad because that's just something that we as humans are going to long for. Like, we're going to long for that relationship. We're going to long for someone to love us and care about us and put us first. But guess what? Like, you need to wait for the right person. Date a few people. Like, if that's what you want to do, go ahead and date a few people. Honestly, Am I going to marry my first boyfriend? I have no idea. I really don't. But especially um, going through high school and going through college, um, know your worth. That's probably the number one thing. Know your worth. Know that you shouldn't be taken advantage of. Boys and girls. I know it can happen to either either one of us. Um, Know your worth. Know that you deserve more than you probably think you do and that you will find the right person. I mean, I'm just trusting that the God will give me the right person because I long for a relationship. I want to get married one day and I want to date people. I think it's fun um, and go on dates. I've been on plenty of dates. They're so fun. Um, but I'm going to talk a lot more about this more. Um, I'm trying to answer this. But with that being said, don't lower your standards, know your morals and don't date potential because most of the time that probably won't work out in your favor. You know what I'm saying? So kind of, kind of help yourself before you know it could go wrong. Okay. Next question was asked so many times and I don't know like how many episodes I'm going to have about this, but I know that's going to be a big thing because at least 15 of y'all have asked the same question. If you're struggling with friendships, what's some advice? Or if you're in a toxic friend group, what's some advice on helping get new friends? Y'all, I have so much to say about this because I think I've cried more about friendships and more over my relationships in life than I have probably over anything ever because we're going to long for the sense of community. We're going to long for people to love us. We're going to long to be known. That's just human nature and that's something that we want. So with that being said, all of us have moral compasses and if you know that you're in a situation that you shouldn't be in, get out before it hurts you. 
that can go with a relationship or a friendship, um, which has a lot to do with toxic friendships. I've been in toxic friend groups. I've been in toxic friendships and they're not fun. If anything, they're more draining than fun. Um, but I've also been in super healthy relationships and friendships and friend groups and you don't have to try. You don't always have to constantly feel like you're missing out on something because, you're not drinking with them, which if you do, perfectly fine. You know, you do your thing. I'm not the one to judge. Um, but again, if you know you're not supposed to be doing something, get out of that, get out of that friendship, get out of that situation. Um, it's actually a proven fact that a bunch of studies show that the five people you hang out with the most is the people or the five people you hang out with the most is the most of who you are like. So with that being said, think about the five people you hang out with the most and, you probably act like them because you spend the most time with them. Um, If you think that it's wrong, if you're being peer pressured into doing anything, probably get out of that friendship. I know that it's harder to get out of a friendship than it is to get into a friendship when you have that friend group that is just doing something totally that's against your rules or your alignments or your morals or just things that you're comfortable with. Don't do anything. Don't force yourself into doing something that is makes you uncomfortable and makes you want to get out or you just feel that random squirm in your th- in your throat and you're like, this is not right. I shouldn't be doing this. Um, so that's kind of my spiel on toxic friendships. We will go way, way, way more into depth on that because I have hours worth of things to say over this. Um, specific situations. I'm going to tell stories about things and it's going to be, it's going to be very, very useful because I've just gone through so much about this. But and the fact of growing new relationships, I think stepping out of your comfort zone is, I mean, obviously it's uncomfortable. You're doing something new. You're having to talk to new people, but I would say go and be the first person to talk to someone because chances are they want more friends too. We all long for this. I promise you, like I can promise you that most people that you see and you walk beside that look like they're having the best time in their friend group are probably having an internal struggle because of the fact they don't feel like they are enough because of their friend groups or they want more friends or they want people that really understand who they are. A lot of times God will bring in friendships into your life that you would have never expected. Someone that I'm thinking of right now, I have so many people that I can think of, but one of my closest friends, Olivia Stanley, she, um, shout out Olivia if you're listening, I think you are, but I don't know. Um, I actually walked in one day and she moved here. Well, I guess she's been here, but she was about to move back and she got a job opportunity and she was actually my boss. And I walked in and an instant friendship was made and she's one of my closest friends ever. So it's like God will bring in the right friendships if you wait. But that again, God says to pray over everything. So if you're really struggling with that friend group and you know, if I'm talking to you, you know, I'm talking to you. Um, I'm mentioning so many people in my head right now. I know who I'm talking to and you know that I'm talking to you. I'm just going to put that out there because you're like me. Yes, you. Get out of that friendship before it hurts you. You've been thinking about this for a long time and friendships are something that are so hard to navigate, but pray about the friend groups that you want to have, the certain friends that you want to have. God will provide those. Like he will give them to you. It may not be in the exact time that you expect them to come, but also that's kind of the fun about God. He, he always surprises us with the most, with the best thing. He always exceeds your expectations. And if there's something that's hurting you or there's people that's hurting you, but you're only hanging out with them because they're popular or they're cool, I can promise you that it's going to hurt you longer to stay in that friendship than it is to just go ahead and get out. Because being the most popular person in the world, it may feel good for a little bit of time, 
Because, I mean, let's all admit we've all wanted to be popular. We've all wanted to go through that stage where we want people to like us. We want people to know who we are. We want people to want to hang out with us and talk about us and be the it group. But that's not going to satisfy us in the long run. You want those friendships that are going to be full of truth and full of life and where you don't get serious FOMO because, and I'm someone to talk because I have the worst fear of missing out ever. It's really raging. But, um, yeah. So if you know who I'm talking, if you, if I'm talking to you, you know, I'm talking to you about this, get out of that friendship, talk to someone new. Chances are they want a new friend too. So that's it about friendships. There are so many things. Pancakes or waffles? Hmm. I used to be an avid pancake person. I didn't get that. Sorry. Could you try it? My Siri does that all the time. I swear. It's like messed up. I've had the same Apple Watch for like three years. <laughs> okay. I used to love pancakes more than waffles, but honestly, I think I crave waffles more than pancakes, honestly. Like, I just love a good waffle from Waffle House. A, pa- a chocolate chip waffle. Let's be real. Um, so many funny stories about Waffle House pancakes. Um, waffle, I just said Waffle House pancakes. Waffle House waffles. I actually fractured my arm and then went to Waffle House after. Shout out Young Life. We went to a ski retreat weekend thing and I fractured my arm. Um, I'm just going to put this out there. Uh, me and Manon told everyone that it was on the orange, orange thing, you know, the orange hill. It was on the bunny slope and I just had to get that off my chest because I literally fractured my arm on the bunny slope snowboarding for the very first time. It was crazy. It was awful, but <laughs> it makes for a funny story. So, Yes. Next, next question. Favorite Taylor Swift song? At the moment, it's probably The Great War, but it changes all the time. Shout out to my Swifties. I know a lot of people specifically that are listening, they don't like Taylor Swift. That's okay, but I'm hardcore judging you. Um, not really. I'm just joking. Oh, I just thought about something else. I love concerts. I love concerts so much. I'm trying to get tickets to the Lumineers, like Zach Bryan Festival in um, Franklin. But I don't know if that's going to happen because I'm also kind of, you know, running on a budget. So I think that's probably all the questions I'm going to answer today because I just don't have time. I'm already sitting at 33 minutes. So if you're still listening, shout out to you. Shout out for listening to the whole thing. Just know that I love you. Thank you to every single person who has, you know, prayed for this podcast, sat, taken their time to listen. Not every single podcast is going to be about serious conversations. I'm going to have guests because I have so many people who are special and I know have a voice and I have, know have gone through so many things that they have like stories that hit hit home for certain people and it's going to be super fun. I haven't decided how often I'm going to have guests on. I think I'm going to try doing every other podcast, but again, your girl's headed to college and I don't know how it's going to change me. I don't know how it's going to be different. It's going to be fun. I am stoked to see what's going to happen. Um, but just shout out to every single person listening right now. I love you. Thank you for the patience. I know the technology issues have been a problem and this thing has been kind of a nightmare to start, but once I figure things out, it'll go a lot more smooth. Um, I love you and follow me on Instagram. It's sit down, be humble pod or my personal handle is humble. Reach out to me. I want to get to know you and I want to talk to you. So thanks for listening. Sit down, be humble and I'll see you next time.